Welcome to the Pretty and Purpose Podcast, where we remind you that your pretty is beyond what the eyes can see, and your purpose is your ultimate destiny. We must fix each other's crowns because sometimes, girl, they be raggedy. <laughs> this is Celeste, Maya, and this is Jess. Hey, PMP, Posse. Welcome back, Posse. Hey. Tell Ronan to say hi right now. Ronan gonna say hi a little later. <laughs> oh, he y'all know. Okay. Y'all know. Ronan, he got special guest today. Right. Yeah, <laughs> making his debut. Indeed. Oh no, it's not his debut. No, he's been here. He been here. <laughs> <laughs> so last week we talked about subtle offenses. Nope. No, we did. Nope. What are What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that was the show and tell episode. Show and tell. Yeah. Oh, and I did have something to say about that because I have been doing an excellent job. I would like the royal moment. I have been doing an excellent job at saying less. I have caught myself in the middle of a conversation and I have backspace text messages. I have closed my mouth. I have all of that. So I just want you to know that I have been saying less this week now you first know- of all i'm sorry <laughs> was this a self-proclaimed royal moment it was we can have Did another she give herself the crown? That, that's what we talked about you know like we talked about saying more or saying whatever we said to say was pretty much saying don't diminish who you are you know to appease other people but sometimes saying less can also be a good thing because you may be saying the wrong thing so it's okay to give yourself the royal moment because thanks you, sis you thanks sis i just felt i guess i really took um notice to like purposefully and being very intentional with my words and when i was typing text i might it might even be a whole like four or five lines and i say oh no sis you got to delete all of that like none of this is your business. Don't go commenting on something that's not. It's not your place. I said, oh. say less, say so, less, and I deleted why. it. Okay, so we are proud I, of you. I had um, I had a text message to send, and I sent it to Celeste to proofread, and she pretty much said, delete the whole thing and just leave the last sentence. <laughs> like she like say like no, say less yourself. You don't have to tell anybody all of that. Just say the last thing. I guess I'm in a habit of over explaining myself sometimes when I want people to understand like why I came up with the decision I came up with. So that's what's like, she ain't got to know none of that. And I just sent the last sentence and the girl was like, okay, great. Like, all right. (laughs) And that's the thing. I think that I do the same thing. I tend to explain myself because I want people to understand me so bad that it's like, that's what gets me in a hole sometimes you know and what it I mean? works the opposite way it does. because you're giving all this information and all then the they details. take it the wrong way <laughs> exactly so say less <laughs> the other piece of that that I wanted to share when I talked about how I was hesitant on how much I would show on my social media but then I also am like okay but I know what my purpose is Um, when I was talking about the whole Savage Fenty ambassador and somebody actually messaged me saying like, you know, those posts inspire her, you know, she wants to do the same thing and feel more comfortable in her body and things like that. So I'm like, okay, well, in that instance, like showing more instead of saying, no, I'm not going to do it because I don't know what people will think. It actually inspired and helped someone. So I'm like, see, it's a good thing. 
Yeah, you never know. I mean, we talked about it on one of the episodes because I had shared, we had talked about how you never know who you're inspiring. And that was last that, episode. No, but a while ago, because yeah. someone had reached out to me and they said, Celeste, like, I've always looked up to you. She's um, younger than me, my little sissy. But um, she's like, you know, Celeste, I, oh, role models. We talked about role models. Yeah. And she was like, I want you to know, like, you've always been my role model. So, and I never really, like, I knew she was, you know, my little sis, but I never knew she really looked up to me as someone to, you know, uh, what's the word? Be you nice. know, be like, right, <laughs> yeah. basically. Be like, so you never know who you're inspiring. Yeah, definitely. That's the truth. So be you, be you and say less. <laughs> <laughs> and I did say less this week. I decided to mind my business and turn the other way. <laughs> Good. That's right. There you go. <laughs> All right, y'all. So we are going to start off with our royal moment. And our royal moment is a time where we salute some queens doing some amazing things. So this week's royal moment goes to Emery Pruitt. She is Clark Atlanta University's youngest student. So in, um, so she got accepted when she was 15. And I believe um, she was 16 when she actually started this semester. She graduated high school with a 3.7 GPA. And um, now she's attending Clark Atlanta. And one of the interesting things is that um, she was met with a lot of negativity, um, trying to navigate the college process and everything um, from dealing with the pandemic to some racism issues that she had to deal with. Um, but she said her mom really helped her to persevere and push through. And I just want to give a kudos to her because being in the education and college access field, during this pandemic, especially like learning uh, remotely, college applications have gone down so much. GPAs have gone down so much. Um, fast for completion has gone down so much, right? So to be so young and to still persevere, because at the end of uh, 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 the last school year, like that's when the pandemic hit and everything went virtual. So for students to still push through and do college applications and get accepted, like that's a big deal. That's it a huge is. accomplishment because I feel like, you know, we, we, we do the mentoring program and, you know, so we deal with the youth and I feel like some of them are potentially, I don't want to say losing their way, but because of the lack of structure from school, because they don't physically go to school every day, their whole routine is thrown off. And I feel like it's causing them to like lose their way and, you know, kind of get lost a little bit. So that's, that's huge for her to stay on task, stay on her mission to go to college. I mean, and at 15, like that's a big deal. Yeah. And, and I know a lot of it was thanks to her mother. So parents, if you're listening, I know that it's hard to balance. Like I gotta be my child's teacher too and work, but it makes a huge difference. But, and I know so many parents now that's like, I go upstairs and my child is asleep. They're doing a handstand. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. And it's not because they don't care. It's because they are trying to balance work and school. But just thinking about ways to keep your child engaged while you're also working because it's making a huge difference. Like grades are plummeting and it's scary. Yeah. It's, I just it's like a, go ahead, a lack of motivation because 
just think about it. All the social activities and all the fun things that we went through in high school, extracurricular activities, all of that is being stripped away from them because of COVID and the friendships, being able to relate to people their age and being able to see them, hug them, talk to them. They can't do those things anymore. Everything is completely different. So for them, it's like nothing to look forward to. Yeah, I just had to kind of give my my niece's mom a little pep talk because she is doing what every, you know, what all moms are doing and trying to balance work with their with their child's work. And of course, when she goes to work, she has to, um, my niece has to go to other households to do her schooling. And, you know, not everyone is going to necessarily make sure that they do their work the same way, et cetera. So when my niece's mom gets off of work, she then has to finish the day of schoolwork. So I just had to inspire her and, and, you know, get her to know that, explain to her that, you know, all of this will pay off. As long as your child is still on task and on track to go to the next grade, we will get through this pandemic and things will go back to whatever our new normal will be. And it'll all be worth it. So, you know, just hang in there. Yeah. And I also know a lot of people who are taking off a year because they're trying to wait out COVID so that they can have a full college experience, which is probably why the college applications are decreasing, FAFSA decreasing, and it's having a trickle effect. However, like, we just don't know. You don't. That's we the don't thing. Know. It's like, don't hold off because I don't feel like college, the college experience will ever be how it used to be. Like life as we know it is going to change, even if they find a cure. Like there's still going to be certain precautions and things in place that were never put in place before. So Right. And I think we said that in the beginning of the pandemic, how everybody's like holding their breath, waiting for the day that it's all over, but this is the new normal. So you just have to learn how to adapt to it. And that, that relates to the college process as well. Like we just have to figure out a way to have a social life in college or, well, we're not in college anymore, but they have to figure out a way to have a social life in college and still put on these events, even if graduation has to be virtually, even if it has to be a drive-by graduation and things like that. Like, we just have to figure it out and be adaptable. Yeah. Yeah. That's the key word I was going to say, Jess, is adaptability. And I think that's the hardest thing that students are grappling with is being adaptable. It's like, no, this is going to pass and then everything's going to go back instead of saying, this is how things are. I need to learn to adapt and move, you know, with it. So. Right. Um, so kudos to sis though. Because I think we went <laughs> right. on a whole tangent. <laughs> All right. So next we are going to move into our sis second. And our sis second is when we fix those raggedy. Raggedy. Real raggedy. <laughs> crowns that we see around town. So Celeste and Ronan are going to give us our sis second for today. <laughs> yes. I'm going to allow Ronan to actually comment on this because he was um, he was witness to sis being raggedy. So I went to the grocery store yesterday and, um, you know how they have that second belt after like where you put your groceries down to the other end. Well, you know, I use reusable bags and for whatever reason, because I don't think COVID lives on reusable bags. Wait a minute, oh, Celeste. I'm confused. So the other belt. Oh, you mean like down by the baggage area, like on the other yeah. side of the baggage? Okay, got you. I'm following yeah. now. Okay. So you know how I use reusable bags. And ever since the pandemic hit, they won't touch reusable bags. Now, in some stores, they say it's optional. But I think um, 
some stores, they it's a policy that they're not allowed to touch the reusable eggs. Whatever. I don't think COVID lives on cotton, but okay. So I have been bagging my own groceries frivolously because obviously <laughs> the line is waiting for Celeste. Okay. So the lady puts the groceries on the second belt, whatever. I can't get down there fast enough because I'm still putting the stuff up on the belt on the front. I can't get down there to bag. And Ronan wants to touch everything. <laughs> yep, see? He wants to touch everything. <laughs> so I hurry up and get to the bottom of the belt. But I'm like, she let the belt continue to run. So all of my groceries are like smushed up together. So she like push hers. Like packed, no, but like it's all packed up. You know how the belt just keep going and yeah, it's just yeah. keep forcing oh, yeah. everything. She didn't said, put a um, stopper or anything. No, to she stop didn't it. stop nope. the belt. I said, um, um, excuse me, like, can you stop the belt? Like, what? And she just was like, oh, okay. So she stops the belt. Okay. So I catch up. I empty up the area, put all my stuff in bags, you know, whatever. Put the stuff in the cart. It's nothing left right there. I'm waiting to grab something else to put it in the bag. It's nothing there. Hello, can you turn the belt back on now? Like, is she being smart? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. Maybe she wasn't paying attention. <laughs> no, she was looking right at me because she wasn't even ringing groceries. She completely froze. She was completely frozen. She wasn't even ringing more groceries. She was literally stopped waiting for me to beg. And I'm like, okay, that was cool, but... At this point, I feel like you're being smart. Right, right. You could have continued. You see, I cleared the whole area. It's nothing left in this area. You're not ringing anything, and we're both standing there looking at each other. <laughs> Sis, don't, don't do that. It, it's it, a stand down. Thanks, it's Thanksgiving week. You need to be a little bit more thankful. That you have a job. Right? And be thankful for me being your customer. Oh. <laughs> and bagging my own groceries. Okay? Well, Celeste, you know, it sounds like maybe you shouldn't recycle anymore because all of your no. seconds are coming from the recycle people. <laughs> Listen, I had a whole, I'm having a whole meltdown about this recycling thing. I don't even want to talk about it right now, but I'm not going to give up. I'm going to persevere in healing the world yeah. and keeping our air clean for our next generation. So Ronan is saying, mommy, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the six second definitely goes to her because I feel like she saw me struggling with a one-year-old trying to make sure he didn't touch everything under the sun. You see me struggling to beg all of my groceries. Like, just help a sister out. Like, come on. See, and her mind was probably like, oh, you told me stop it, so I'm going to stop it. When are you going to tell me to continue? So that's what I perceived from the situation. Right. That's exactly what I heard her saying to me with her eyes. Right. So what's the what's the lesson here? The solution? Maybe she felt like when I said, um, can you stop the belt? Like maybe she felt like I was being facetious, facetious, impatient or something. I don't know. But I'm like, sis, you're bunching my groceries together. Like, who does that? <laughs> and if it fills up too much, stuff can start flying off the side of the thing. Like, yeah. So I don't know what the solution is. You got one? The solution is, let's just try stop to stop recycling. <laughs> Jess, <laughs> let's try to be a little bit more patient with people, especially right now. Like so many people, I'm sure, are at the grocery store getting stuff for the holidays. So it's going to be a frustrating time anyway. Yes. Now, I don't know. And you're right, Jess, though. Okay. I'm going to run a test. I'm going to, the next time I grocery shop, I am not going to use my reusable bags and see how that goes. I'm extremely devastated about that but i will try it because the guy behind me looked like he had a whole attitude too so i'm like is he feeling some type of way because i'm <laughs> taking too long bagging my groceries like 
I don't know. Maybe it's just because I don't mind using reusable bags, so it doesn't bother me. But maybe other people are like really missed. Like you gonna sit here and bag all your groceries in five big bags. Like maybe he felt some type of way too. So I'll try that. All right, y'all. So I guess this leads us into what we're talking about today. Um, being thankful, being grateful in the midst of COVID. Because I was um, doing some early Christmas shopping today and um, <laughs> I was looking on Etsy and they had these F2020 ornament snowflakes and like multiple shops were selling them. Um, and a lot of the stuff was just kind of like negative about 2020. When I'm yeah, like cancel the whole year, all of that right? stuff. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Right. And even like for the holiday season, I don't know if I want to bring in those aspects of my Christmas. I'm not getting no F2020 snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I know that it is difficult for people to find reasons to be grateful, especially if they've lost people, they've lost their jobs, they can't go out, they can't spend time with family. Like 2020, you know, makes it more challenging to find some of the good things. But there are definitely things that we need to um, be grateful for. So, yes, yes and I'm glad I, oh, well, I'm about to take it away, but okay. I'm glad that we're talking about this topic because. I feel like a lot of people are negative about it and they fail to realize everything that's actually happened outside of, yes, there is a pandemic and you have to stay in your house, but there are good things happening. So on today's segment of Where is Jess P? Yes, I know that a lot of people have lost their jobs, but there are a lot more who still have a job. So if you are still employed, be thankful for that. Be thankful that you woke up. How about that? Because there are some people who did not. And especially the people who are catching COVID and they talk about how terrible it is. Uh, be thankful that you do not have COVID or if you had COVID that you got through COVID. On top of that, if you are still working, there are a lot of people who are unemployed. So I feel like we need to be helping each other out because these are tough times. So help somebody else, even if you like buy somebody else's meal. I don't know, do something nice for somebody else because everybody's struggling. Like it's not an individual thing, clearly, because Etsy is selling F2020 snowflakes. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that just because in my moment of selfishness or or just I guess lack of understanding um my my business partners and I we decided to sponsor a family for Thanksgiving and we had a really hard time finding a family but we finally found someone and the it was like through a school and she said you know I think this lady could use some help she has multiple children and she just had another baby she was actually still in the hospital after having a baby and I said well what what does she need the help for? Is it just because she has all these kids or, you know, why? I guess my I was like questioning, well, why she need help? And I had to take a step back and think like, sis, we in the middle of an entire pandemic. I don't know if that woman has a job. I really don't know any of her circumstances, which I thought the school would have gave us a little bit more detail, but I know that's confidential information. So like what you're saying, Jess, is just, being mindful that I still have a job. 
I right. did not have COVID. My family has not gotten COVID or anything like that. Like I have a lot to be thankful for. So it doesn't even matter the circumstances of that woman's life or the details surrounding why she needed help. It's about Celeste, you have the ability to help someone else. It none of the rest of that stuff matters. Absolutely. And I'm glad that you you talked about um, helping someone else. Like I know there are a lot of organizations who are doing like turkey giveaways for the Thanksgiving season and other type of giveaways. We're even planning our 12 days of Givemas, and I'm doing it with my job as well. I had them do like a Givemas project so that we are giving back to the community. Um, but yesterday I volunteered with my church to do a turkey giveaway. And we had a set number of turkeys that we were giving out. And so we the time was supposed to be 1.30, but there were people who were lined up at 11 o'clock. So we decided that we were going to just start distributing the turkeys. So by the time 1.30 came, we didn't have any more products and there were still people who were lined up and we felt so bad because that speaks to the need of the community that people were lined up that early in the morning to ensure that they had enough to feed their families. And then the amount of people that came after we had already given out all of our um, inventory, like we just, at that point, we just started taking down names because there are so many people who are in need. The unemployment is high and people have medical bills at this point. Salaries were cut. And that's the thing. I think for me personally, sometimes I have this mentality of, well, why do, why, you know, some people obviously need help. Like that's a given, but other people I'm like, are they taking advantage of a free Turkey or whatever? But that again, and then bless. Go. Oh, sorry. I was about to yeah. Say, no, so I want to speak to that know. point too. But go ahead. <laughs> okay. Like you never know. But that's the problem. Is that problem with me? I'm saying I'm speaking over myself. Is that I can't think like that. Like Southwest just put out a thing saying that they're gonna have to start laying people off. I know in my in the healthcare system because of the surge in the COVID stuff. They did a lot of hiring, but now, well, now the cases are going back up. But when the cases went down some, they started laying people off. So the reality is, this is not just normal routine um, unemployment. This is like a whole pandemic. Like people are literally getting laid off, don't have, you know, the government is giving out some money, but, you know, that's not always promised and that's changing exactly. from week to week. So it's it's about giving purely I guess like just right. giving to be giving don't crack criteria you know put criteria on and say oh well this person she probably still got a job so uh, she don't need help no it's no right. criteria and it's funny that you should say that because so we did like a, a drive through so all the people had to do was drive up we put the items in their car some people had luxury vehicles and so I heard somebody make a comment like well they're driving this BMW they got this Mercedes what they need this food for However, you just never know anybody's situation. You never know if they were laid off. Like, yes, they have this luxury vehicle. However, that does not mean that they have a job right now. It does not mean that this item is not for their neighbor, someone in their family. You just never know the situation. And it's not for us to judge or to even determine if they are getting the item and they really don't need it. That's between them and God. Yeah, that's on them. And, and, you know, you can't, set the criteria and say, well, their, um, you know, their priorities are 
out of whack because they drive a BMW, but they come in here for a free turkey. Now, there might be some truth to that. There might be. However, that sure, is not, but... <laughs> however, that is not our place to determine or right. our place to judge. But it could be a reason for it. Like, you just never know. Like, they could have fell on hard times. Yeah, they have the vehicle, but could have fallen on hard times or they might be in the process of buying something so they say oh let me go buy this cheap apartment right here and rent it before my house gets built like you just never know right you never know the circumstances sure yeah Yeah, it's important to um just give freely because what you're doing is giving from the heart if you're giving conditionally then that means it's like oh I only want to give if I know that you need and I know but if you're like I want to give because I want to give you do, you're doing what's right and then how whatever happens from there happens from there but as long as you did what you know what you were supposed to do or what you wanted to do right and also make sure that your giving is pure don't give for something in return like give without the expectation because I think that some people get lost in that and they want the satisfaction of oh this person needed me and so I, I want them to react this way like just give to give if it's in your heart. And some people who are in need are, they don't, they don't share that they're in need because they don't want people to take pity on them or they don't want to feel right. like a project to someone. So I also think that if you are in need, like don't be afraid to say that you're in need because everybody is in need of something. And Absolutely. so don't be afraid. Like if you need a turkey, if you need, don't, don't feel like, oh, people are going to judge me or it's not even about that. It's not even about it. Like if you need it, get it, you know, ask for it. Absolutely. Um, And another thing that I challenge my job to do is 30 days of thanks. So for the entire month of November, we have been posting something that we're thankful for every day because it's so easy to get sidetracked about what we can't do, like meet up with our friends, can't eat out after 10 o'clock and all these other things but there are plenty of reasons to be thankful plenty of people to be thankful for so just learn to switch your mindset and focus on the positives as opposed to what we can't do right now so that is an excellent so that is an excellent focus on the positives (laughs) so that is an excellent transition into our cb secrets so on today's segment of all right so today i just want to talk about gratitude which just you kind of touched on touched on that a little bit but i just really want to highlight how important it is to be grateful in this season especially during covid so like i mentioned you know there's been so many people around us who have passed away or gotten really sick like just you touched on a little bit about you know just being thankful and you know, grateful that we are still here in the middle of a pandemic and we have the opportunity to even get on a Zoom and celebrate Thanksgiving with our families. You know, not everyone has all of their family members still here at, during this, amidst this pandemic, um, but just the fact that we're here. So I feel like, you know, this pandemic has also taught us, you know, to bring back some of those things that make us all warm and fuzzy inside. So, you know, a lot of us get carry out or go out to eat or go to happy hour or whatever. But now we're cooking in our home. You know, we might be, we might not be able to go to the grocery store physically, but we're getting, using those delivery services to make meals at home and have home cooked meals with our families. So with that's our families. Yes. That yeah, is something not, that COVID brought. 
yeah, like not everyone, um, you know, life is so busy and, you know, sometimes we get caught up in survival mode. Okay. But I did want to add that COVID, I didn't touch on it in my part, but COVID did allow a lot of people to rekindle because it forced everybody to have a seat and to be with their families. So like Celeste was saying, like now people are doing home cooked meals with their families because people are having family times and all of that now. Yeah. And it also um, kind of forces you to be creative in how you spend your family time. Um, So my friend recently had a wedding anniversary and like she and her husband did a cooking class, but it was a cooking class online. So I guess you get all the ingredients and then you kind of follow what they're doing online. So one, it expands your, I guess, uh, your options of things to do because a lot of people say, oh, definitely do. But, you know, you can do an online cooking class. And then I've also found because I normally have an ugly sweater game night on Christmas Eve. um, But I found a way that if we can't get together um, physically at my house for Christmas Eve, how we can have a lot of fun virtually. But I'm going to keep that under wraps until... I get all the logistics. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's kind of what you hit. What you hit on is, you know, we have taken so much of this for granted. And I feel like this has given us the opportunity to really take note of all the good that's going on in our homes and our lives and appreciate taking a moment to appreciate that because you know we take for granted getting up, putting our clothes on, going to work and running to the store, running to all this. And now it's like, well, for me, it's like, oh my gosh, I don't have my mask. I, you know, so you take all of that freedom and the fun things that we do in life. You take all of, we take all of that for granted. Definitely. And I'm that person that will get all the way to the door of an establishment and be like, I got to walk back to the car. Cause I forgot my mask. And it makes me appreciate all the times that we did not have to wear a mask prior to COVID. Like, all the small stuff we took for granted. <laughs> like I appreciate all of it. I've been to the mall like the past two weekends and going into Bath and Body Works. It's just a whole got pulled down the mask in order to smell of stuff and things like oh, that. Oh no, like, girl. I put the candle tops up to my mask. <laughs> and like Sephora, I'm like, forget it. I'm not even gonna try to find and then I'm like, should I even get any smell goods? Like Nobody can smell you anyway. You have on a mask, but like it just changed the whole experience trying to shop. Like one day I just got so discouraged trying to shop with a mask on because I felt like I couldn't breathe in the store. Like over it, it. over it. But it's about paying more attention to how, you know, just like you said, the little things in life. And I think the, you know, a pandemic is like the, a time where you like, it's a hard time to try to be thankful because you see people around you dying. You see people that are ill and you're not able to go about your, you know, your normal regular day. But I think every day you should just wake up and take an opportunity, take a moment to express gratitude for whatever, express gratitude for waking up, express gratitude for being able to call your mom and say, Hey mom, you know, or answering the phone with your mother calling you about nothing. Being grateful for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, you know, just taking that opportunity and 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 just holding it close to you because tomorrow isn't promised, and especially in the midst of a pandemic. Celeste, and that leads us right into um my moment. So now it is time for Maya's motivational moment. 
2020 has been a year of the unexpected, but being thankful for life and health should not be neglected. So that just goes all into what we have been saying, but like really truly being thankful for your life, uh, being thankful for your health, not only because of COVID, but if you look at all the different things that have happened this year from you know, the racism and injustices that have happened, like protests have happened. Um, the people who have gotten killed by police officers, people who have gotten just killed by one another, like violence. Uh, I mean, we live in Baltimore. Baltimore is one of the most violent cities there is, you know, so just kind of being thankful and grateful for another day, aside from COVID. Um, this presidential election stuff has had, what they call them, the Proud Boys and all the Trump supporters, yes. you know, mm-hmm. going, going crazy. Um, it has caused so much heightened um, anxiety amongst people. Um, yes, I know a lot of people on anxiety medicine right now yes. <laughs> because and of depression, the heaviness. Yeah, and depression because because of the isolation. I did not yes. even think about that because yes. I I'm not struggling with that. But I know someone who said, you know, they had to get on something for depression. And I was like, I didn't. I was like, why? But because they're isolated, they're a type of person who needs to be social and around other people. So being stuck in your house all day, that's not even normal for humans in general. And some people really are struggling with that. I think another point you hit on, Maya, is the health aspect, which I definitely don't take for granted. Um, so, you know, I got back into my health and wellness business and I've been sort of taking multiple different supplements that boost my immune system. So that's something I'm really grateful for being able to, like, I feel like COVID really made me pay a little bit more attention to specifically my immune system and the opportunity to learn more about various supplements or various natural things that can help you boost your immune system and your overall health. Same here. I swear by black seed oil. Yes, like, you I do. Used to, <laughs> I used to take it when I would um, fly throughout the years because every time I took a trip, I would get sick. Once I started taking black seed oil, I wouldn't get sick anymore. So when COVID hit, I said, okay, let me go get this black seed oil. I'm going to take it every day. And so far, so good. It's been working. Wait, Jess, <laughs> I have some black seed oil in my pantry. How do you take it? On a spoon? (laughs) Like how often, how much? Okay, so I think on the, it tells you on the back, or at least mine does. I think it's a half a teaspoon that you're supposed to take. If you're first starting out, don't take the full dose or you will get sick. Really? Yes, you will get sick. I know I do, like, or when I first started and the people that I've recommended it to, they got a headache. (laughs) nausea (laughs) oh wow okay and even still sometimes I get nauseous after I take my black seed oil but it keeps me from getting sick I wouldn't recommend that you take it on an empty stomach make sure you eat Um, it's a lot of criteria with this one right right make sure you you eat (laughs) (laughs) um also if it's disgusting like completely disgusting nothing about it tastes good so if you're one of those people who can't stomach things that don't taste the best, you might need a chaser. So drink some juice after it, whatever you need to do. I'm used to it now and it's still disgusting, but I can just like guzzle it. 
I've taken it before. I feel like I don't even remember why I even have it, but I know I've taken it before. Like it has like a really bitter, bitter taste. Um, all right, y'all. Sorry, we kind of yeah. got off. Track. But back to what we were saying. Just, just um, being grateful. So, like, there are so many people who have lost their businesses um, because you know clients can't come. But there's also people who have explored their creativity and opened businesses, or you know, invested more yeah. into themselves and be, um, became entrepreneurs. So, just thinking about things that way. Like, if you lost your job, of course, you know that's a sad point. But being thankful, you know, I have health. I have my life and which gives me another opportunity to maybe find my passion and find something else that I can do to make money. And I think people should also look at it as a, a positive because when one door closes, another one opens. So even if you did lose your business, it might be your time to reestablish a business in a different avenue or change your business or go into a different field. Like you just never know. So just take that time to be mindful and creative and try to think outside the box to make things work. Yeah, also, definitely. It also gives you an opportunity to read more, listen more, learn more, um, things that you can't do when you're always on the move. So take those opportunities to learn more, learn more about yourself, learn more about skills that you may not have even known that you had. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And um, I, I understand that, you know, for some people it's like, you you lost everything you may have even lost people how can you like where do you even like the snowflakes that say f2020 they probably like give me i'll take 20 of them right and right. but you know i feel like i don't want to delete the whole year like i i don't want to i think that like you said this is a huge opportunity to learn a opportunity to grow it was not fun it's still not it's not going to be fun but i'm not willing to i don't want to say cancel or delete or just pretend it never happened because you know some of us needed this moment to take a step back take a deep breath refresh you know some things are actually positive like i'm working on moving and selling my home Unfortunately, the economy is not doing well and a lot of people are suffering, but my home might sell for more because of the economy. So you got to take the good with the bad. You got to say, you know, okay, you got to weigh, you know, like the scale that where you weigh your options and stuff. It's like, okay, this part isn't great, but I'm alive. I'm well, I'm able to potentially sell my home for more and all that kind of stuff. So just finding a happy medium and a balance yeah. and don't cancel and delete the whole year because you live, you are alive to make right. it. You live the, like this nah. is an experience. Like I've definitely had many blessings come out of 2020. Um, even just staying home and, and being able to challenge myself to balance so much at home, really um, expanding on my graphic design business, starting a YouTube channel, like things that I would have never had time to do. You know, 2020 has allowed me to explore more of my creativity in that way. And I've gotten so much business um, from doing graphic designing and things like that. So it definitely has opened opportunities to me. Some that I have, I can't even share yet, but 2020 has not been all bad for me. Yeah, I think, that's another piece is motherhood. You know, most days I'm like, who child, when is daycare going to be safe to go back to? Because, whew, 
But then I have, I say, you know what, but Celeste, you have to be grateful for this moment and this opportunity. Most women don't get to stay home with their child and watch them grow up before right. your eyes. You send them to daycare because that's what our society does. Like, that's what exactly. we do. I'm, I'm not a stay Or that's mom. what we're forced to do. Right. right. Because right. we have to work. Right. So I try, it's, it's, it's hard. It really is hard, but I try to make a conscious effort, even when I'm not able to get my work done, even when Ronan is participating on calls um, and chiming in when he feels like he needs to. Um, But I try to, you know, remember, Celeste, be grateful for this opportunity to be home with your son, you know, and and be able to. Not everyone can even do that. Some people have to go into work. Yes. I have the ability and the flexibility to work at home like that's That's huge. And I think that the the economy will, the business industry will probably start moving toward that. Like even once a vaccine is found, I feel like there are going to be more opportunities to work from home because now you can see that it's possible. Yeah. I mean, my job is quite, um, anxiously awaiting everyone to return to the office, but, <laughs> but you're right, Maya, most industries that didn't think they could do things from home or virtually that's it's it's huge like it's yeah. now a possibility i don't think snow days um are going to be a thing anymore where school is closed no 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 now you know we can work from yeah no like yeah no more free snow days like no we know how to do this from home now <laughs> right all right y'all so all in all hopefully you all got the point of you know trying to find the the best out of 2020 we know it's been a challenging year, but I'm sure that there are blessings. And if you can't think of one, but you're listening to this, that's a blessing. You're alive. You can hear it. You're listening. Um, so for the rest of this year, um, as we move into the holiday season, it may be challenging because some of you may have lost loved ones or can't be with them during this season, but still find a reason to be thankful. So now it is time for Ask PMP. If you would like to ask us a question to be featured on the podcast, you can send us an email to pretty, the letter N, purpose, duh, at gmail.com. You can slide in our DMs at pretty underscore the letter N underscore purpose, duh. We are Pretty and Purpose Podcast on Facebook. And if you would like Pretty and Purpose apparel, you can just send us a message. All right. So who has our question for today? Um, I don't have a question, but I do want to say this. It ties into everything that we've been talking about. So Jess, I think during your segment, um, you were talking about like giving back and helping people. And that reminded me that I did a um, GoFundMe page for one of my students whose home was affected by, um, I think the home beside her exploded and like mm-hmm. the roof collapsed on um, them, her mom, her, it, it was just a lot. Her mom had just got married the day before she lost her wedding ring pretty much they lost everything and so I started to go fund me and so when you were talking about giving back I was like oh man I wanted to take this money out before Thanksgiving or give it to them around the holiday season so my goal was a thousand dollars and um I was like okay I need to um check to see like where we are because I hadn't checked in a while and we were $65 short. So again, as you're talking, I reposted it on my Facebook page and said $65 short of the $1,000 goal. Let's be a blessing to this family during the holiday season. And I just opened Facebook and somebody um, put done and had donated the rest of the money. Like in that short time while we were recording. And that's just a reason to be thankful. That is sweet. Yeah, I think that just, again, that just highlights 
how it's not all bad. There's still a whole lot of good going on and a whole lot of people who are able to do for others and still willing to do and not be selfish and say, well, I got to hold on to mine because like, no, like let's continue to be generous. Let's continue to give because we're all connected. You know, it'll all come back around full circle. So that's, that's a big deal. So I guess we can pose a question to our listeners. How can you be a blessing this holiday season? Yes. And listen out for our give miss, our give miss, um, you know, plans. Um. <laughs> yes. I mentioned that during my segment, we, we are doing 12 days of give miss this year and it will start on December 12th, 13th, 12th, yeah, 12. <laughs> December 12th. I'm really excited. I, you know, as I've been cleaning out my house, I find all this stuff that I'm like, throw this away. But y'all know I need to recycle. I need things to have another life. So I'm really excited about this year's Givemas because I have so much stuff that I have bagged up and put in storage literally just to hold on to in order to bless someone else this season. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I can't wait. So um, to our listeners, you know, send us ideas, send us thoughts. You know, we did some creative things last year, um, but I'm, I'm looking to take it a step further. You know, maybe bags for um, women, like a purse for women, a woman full of lady things. I don't know. But, I, you know, I'm looking to get it a little creative this year. So send us your ideas. All right, so, y'all. Yeah. so that is all that we have for today. Until next time, folks. Thanks, PMP Posse. <laughs>